welcome to NWR Newscast. This is episode 25 for September 1st, 2010. My name is Andy. I am your host. With me, the usual crew, Zach Miller. What's going on? Time to go, Andy. <laughs> Any objections? <laughs> oh, <laughs> also with us this week, we have Nathan Mustafa. How's it going, Nathan? Hello. I said that right. It's going good. Mustafa? Mufasa? Yeah. Yeah, they're Mutafsa? both right. It's, it's Mutafsa. <laughs> That's fine. I, I'm in a good mood. I just <laughs> beat just Dragon Quest up. Nine. And then last, clearly oh, not fucker. least, we have there. Mr. News himself, Neil Ronahan. What's up, Neil? Why? How... Um, I'm just I'm just too young and naive, young and inexperienced. I don't, I don't know <laughs> what I can do today, guys. I, I mean, it's tough being a girl in the Galactic Federation. Hey, I give that a big thumbs down. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I, I just became bitter. I became bitter in my time there. <laughs> I decided because, to uh, give I just, Neil you know, the everyone else from down. Men. I'm gonna start calling yeah. you Ronahan. Other, yeah, uh, there are objections. You know what? There are objections, lady. <laughs> oh, so you may have noticed that we're all fucking talking about uh, Metroid Other M because three of us have played it to varying degrees. Um, and with that in mind, we're actually going to kick off what you're reviewing. First, like the good old days, because we have been reviewing some games for the first time in a couple episodes. We actually have some... some uh, <laughs> Guys, we're getting to the fall. Yeah. That means we will not be breathing. So, we're going to kick Hell this yeah. off with Zach, but really it's going to be sort of a collaboration. Zach, tell us all about the thing that you've been reviewing. Since Thursday, I've been reviewing Metroid. Oh my god, M I can't believe it. That's amazing. Oh god. I you know that Other M sounds kind of like Mother? Yeah. A little bit, you know, uh, but I just posted the review online and uh, some people are just not reading it, um, but uh, others seem to agree with it. And, uh, you know, I really liked it. I did. The score might not seem like it reflects that, but if people no, no, read that's, the that's review bullshit, itself. Zach. It's a seven out of ten. You like the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I like the game a lot. It's just that it's just that. I don't like the control scheme. I honestly do not. Um, and I don't like the cutscenes. And I don't like that the game uh, really handcuffs you throughout the whole thing. Like, you can't, in every other Metroid game, if you want to, and this is minor spoiler territory, if you want to, in like Metroid Fusion or Metroid uh, Super Metroid or the Metroid Prime games, Zero mission. Before, the, before the game ends, you can go find 100% of the items. You cannot in Metroid Other M. But is that really a, a bad thing? Especially in, uh, you, you talk about in your review about the post-game stuff, and it seems like the way this game is structured... The post-game stuff is awesome. Well, well, I haven't gotten... To, I'm on the cusp of getting to the post-game stuff. I'm literally on the final boss. Or the final yeah, boss no, of the story. Yeah, but how that... Yeah. How the, I've, I've heard it compared as that how Metroid Other M works, it's almost like getting stars in, a, in like, Super Mario Galaxy. Where, you know, you got to, you know, your 60 stars, you beat Bowser... And then you can basically go just screw around in the environment and get the rest of the stars. In this case, the stars are, you know, missile upgrades and stuff like that. I mean, that's, yeah, that's sort of true. And sure. then there's kind of some but... sort of bonus at the end of the tunnel, which um, I don't want to go too much into detail in it. But, but there is, there's a cool post-game part that is... Oh, yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> on that note, okay, it's not the same as the other Metroid games, but is that really a bad thing? I mean, I think it is. I think because... 
because the whole point of Metroid to me is to be able to go into that final boss as friggin' powerful as you want to be. You know, you choose your own difficulty going through a Metroid game, whereas in, in Other M, there are tons of items that are just locked off, either because you yeah. can't use your power bomb or because uh, doors are locked. You know, so there's there are certain points in this game where you can't go back. Yeah. To previous areas. There's still there's still a lot of parts where I mean I've even explored a little bit as I've gotten near the end of the story part, and you can go back and get things. It's just you can't yeah, get everything. You can't get everything, and and Neil, when you get past the final boss, there's actually one more fight beyond the final boss, and you will tear your hair out because of a the control scheme, and b. Uh, you are not as powerful as you clearly need to be. There's a there's a cutscene towards the beginning it, of the game that just kind of cracked me up. It's uh, one of the first times that you you encounter um, your commanding officer from the past, who is your commanding officer of the present now, and he he looks at you square in the eye and says, "Samus, we will not be using power bombs." And like my my right. wife is sort of half watching me play this game, and she goes. I bet you're going to use power bombs later. Nope. <laughs> Samus, you will not be using anything for the first couple hours until there's a point where if you don't use it, you will die. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's... I, I rented the game this afternoon because I realized that we were going to be talking about it on the show, and I, I thought I'd like to be able to contribute to the conversation somewhat. So I called up Blockbuster and, and ran over there, and they had a copy in, which... Uh, was you know luckily came with like 50 free club nintendo points look at that um <laughs> I, since when has blockbuster been giving you the actual case with the, with their games that's pretty cool yeah that's weird that i mean now? i haven't gone to a blockbuster in a long yeah, like, time so they basically just know. slipped a they, they slipped a blank uh dvd envelope into the back of the wii retail release case they didn't even they didn't <laughs> even put it in the blank the dvd envelope they just put it in there well it's because you know blockbusters wow. on hard times they can't buy yeah generic DVD <laughs> cases they have to use the actual it basically ones. looks like when i was driving home from blockbuster i like glanced over to my passenger seat and it looked just like i had bought the game and i was like huh that only cost nine dollars that was nice <laughs> <laughs> um, and so far, my experience with the game is I'm probably going to be glad that I rented it. I, I don't see this as the kind. I mean, I've only played all the Prime games once, so um, it takes a lot to convince me to replay a Metroid game. And this is probably not going to make the cut when I think back on the ones I want to replay later. Granted, I'm only about two and a half to three hours into the game. Uh, I got stuck. Like for everyone who says it's not a Metroid game, well, I guess my response to that is, well, then why have I? Why did I spend an hour of my day not making any progress because I couldn't figure out where to go next? Like, yeah. Unlike the Prime games, which told you which room to go to, there's basically just an arrow that says, go this direction, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. because you basically, it's, it's the way it works is like the save points will then open up more of the right. map for the majority there's, of the There's game. a lot of yeah. things about the basic mechanics that are different uh, that really kind of threw me for a loop. Like, for instance... There's no health pe health health pickups, and it it yeah like that's weird. Yeah, that took me a while bothers. to figure out why it, because I didn't realize for the first two hours of the game that I could charge my health up. Didn't yeah. know that. Well, I mean they they tell you. I think point. I think once you once you down on low on health, it'll tell you that you can do it. Yeah, red, I, yeah, maybe I missed that message. All I know is that I ran around with like, like eighteen health for about forty five minutes. Let me I tell you that shit doesn't work during boss fights. Yeah, that's yeah. that's my one complaint with it is I think it's kind of a cool mechanic because it makes like the individual fights as you go a little more like you have to be better at fighting these enemies because it's not like they're just going to shoot out a bunch of health power-ups. Right. 
which I think is cool, but then when you're in a boss fight and you're low on health, like, you ain't getting enough time to concentrate and heal up, like, yeah, that ain't, that ain't happening. Well, yeah. But it, I think it's a cool mechanic in general, it's just a little poorly I executed, think... which is, a lot of parts of this game are kind of cool ideas that are poorly executed. I think one of my biggest complaints with the game so far is that, okay, so... Um, one of the things that we sort of gave up when we moved Metroid to 3D with the Prime series was a lot of a lot of the strategy, maybe, maybe not strategy, but a lot of the reflexes when it came to fighting bad guys was was taken out. Um, it was you know replaced with scanning and exploration and really awesome level design and environment design. Uh, now now that we're yeah. kind of back to um, a more action based Metroid, I'm really sad to see that the vast majority of combat is button mashing. You just Hammer down on the one button yeah. as fast as you can. It reminds me. There's no. Aiming. It reminds me a lot of uh, Ninja Gaiden, but like it's like Ninja Gaiden with a gun. <laughs> I didn't really love Ninja Gaiden either. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I, re I tend to replay the original Metroid from time to time. I know that it's not a popular uh, game in the series. Well, because Zero Mission is that game, but a lot. Ah, better. whatever. There's there is a charm <laughs> to the problems with Metroid. I, I, I see what you mean, but meh. I really like grinding for energy every time I load up a game. I <laughs> like the controls in that game. Maybe I'm crazy, but there is some there is some finesse to the combat in that game. You, you can't aim diagonal, which is a problem, but you kind of have to, you know, there's a lot of jump shooting in that game, you know. It's, like like most NES games, you had to time your jumps with your attacks to succeed, and that is completely yeah. removed from Other M. You just stand Yeah, it's definitely you just stand 5 feet away from your from what your enemy regardless of where they're at and you fire at them and it kind of reminds me of like the jump from like let's say Mega Man right Mega Man 4 introduced the charge shot mm -hmm. yep because this is the kind of game where it's like Mega Man 4 where the charge shot is how you play Mega Man 4 if you do it with just you know without the charge shot you're just going to get your shit wrecked in this game it's how you, you play have Mega to Man use... 4 yeah. through 8 yeah I mean, I'm just more that specific leap because this is the first game that's kind of like that where you better charge up because it's just not going to work until you get near the end of the game and you get the, the highest powered beam then you can basically just run through rooms and mow people I down. also don't like that there's no quick yeah. missiles. I have to charge up for a missile. Don't like that. I just yeah, like to be able to just like unload four or five missiles rapid fire if I know that I have my targeting right. Um, yeah. So there's, there's a couple of things like that that get to me. Um... But then there's moments where, where you you run down a hallway into like a lush jungly environment, and there's like five or six enemies coming at you from different directions. The uh, I don't remember what they're called, but the little like spinny things with the with the the hard outer shell that fly at you and knock you off guard. That was a really cool enemy. Yeah, yeah, shriek bats. Yeah, thank you. That was a really awesome enemy. I I had really forgotten about them. I don't think they were in any of the prime games, were they? Um. Yeah, they were. They were in Prime okay, One well, and Three. Crazy, um, but they they have a cool new effect in this game. They you know they they're they're there to knock you off balance and uh, you know leave you vulnerable for more attacks. And I thought that was really awesome. Yeah, and I think a lot of the enemy design, like I mean, they have a lot of ones that you know reference the a lot old of new ones. guys. But the new ones, awesome. like I think the enemy design is awesome. And I think also how like it has that kind of I guess that action game vibe where like it'll be this big boss that you face and then it'll just become a regular enemy as you go through the right. game. And I think that like, doesn't happen. Well, we should probably. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a couple where it's like they kind of make it like a bigger boss-like creature the first time yeah. you encounter them, and then you'll just kind of encounter them. Sure. Like, oh look, oh, there's yeah. that guy yeah, over there. Like the triosaur. Yeah, the triosaur is really cool. Is that really what it's called, or is that just what you call it? That's, That's just what I call it. Okay, that, that is what it is. 
Yeah, the chameleon yeah. guy too, and he evo he he's he's cool. But then there's a have Andy. Have you encountered this early in the game? Kind of a rolly. It's yes. a green enemy. Yeah, and it rolls around it's and like then a he unfurls. Mechanic. He yeah he evolves oh, later cool. in the game. Yeah, it's like that's really cool. I got that that he basically just showed up for me. Are there other enemies like yeah, in the post game? Cool. Are there ones that evolve? No, no different enemies in the post game. Okay, so here's something. But the only the only thing in the post game is uh, is there's a bonus boss. It's a throwback boss, and it's better than any other wow. boss in the game. And I really it, like the bosses. Not, the bosses are pretty very, excellent. They are, and it's not a very hard boss. But the whole time you're like, this is fucking awesome. You know, one of the things that I was thinking, I mean, you can complain about the story and the voice acting and the cutscenes, and as some of you may know, I know uh, you guys on the, on the podcast know this, but I I just finished Uncharted 2, and I was emailing yeah. back and forth with Zach about this, and it, Zach, you really nailed it dead on. You were like, it's really hard to watch that game get story and cutscenes so incredibly right, and then turn around and have the very next thing you play be... Be Metroid Other M because you also just beat Uncharted yeah. 2 within the last two to three weeks, right? I did. Um, yeah. My brother-in-law was here. That game gets it. gets what Metroid Other M fails that at. Awesome. Uncharted 2 succeeds so wildly at. And do you think that's an east-west dichotomy? Just the storytelling technique yes. between the east and yes. west. Yes. One hundred percent. Yes. Because the, the cinematics are actually pretty pretty well done. They look good. It's the writing and the performance is almost to a it's lesser the extent, but. The writing is awful, and honestly, I think it, yeah, like it, uh, there's just a lot of stilted dialogue on this where you can't even really fault the original, like the Japanese storytelling. You have to fault the localization, and it's weird because Nintendo's usually excellent. At, I mean, like the Treehouse is usually so good at localization, and it feels like in this game, like it just kind of sucks. A, it was a straight what, translation, you know, I think. Yeah. When I was playing this game, the one thing that kept crossing my mind was, you know, what would make this better? Text. Like, take out Samus' voice <laughs> and replace it with text. It wouldn't make it less awkward, but when you read it, instead of hearing it, it's... you, you... Then it would be an internal right. monologue. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's not being said... To... Yeah, it would be exactly. like what happened in the beginning of the other games. Right. So, that was kind of yeah. my thought. You know how there's the the, this, the edit of um, Star Wars The Phantom Menace that completely omits Jar Jar Binks entirely? Uh, there, should be a, <laughs> there should be an other what? M edit that just... Takes out all of her voice acting and replaces it with text. Other medit. Yeah, other medit. Because <laughs> I think that would make a lot of the complaints about. I the story. I think that is the other. I think that make a lot of the complaints yeah. about the story and the performances, especially her performance, because it would be gone. Uh, that would fix a lot of that, I think. Yeah. Marco. Polo. Hey, I had a question. Yeah. Do yes. you feel? Do you feel that the control scheme that they? Because it's weird that they went to with uh, that NES style thing. Do you think it adds anything? No, I, I no? get what they what they're trying to do and try to make it like really? I, I, the whole. Yeah, aside like, from the, what it's supposed to feel like, does it add anything? No, no, no. I mean, besides no. having the so, mechanic where, like, you know, you can do the motion to hold it up on its side and then you recharge yeah. that way. But like, you could press a button to do that. Which yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like this would have been hold. better with the classic controller, but then I think... Because you could use the left... You could use the right stick to evade, just like God of War. Yeah. You could use the left stick to move around. You could hold down a shoulder button to go into first person. I mean, there's a million different yeah. ways. The you only could problem do. I can see with adding the nunchuck as the more traditional Wii controller setup 
would be if you were mm -hmm. using the nunchuck as the controller, uh, pointing at the screen could be done far too easily by accident. So it have to, it would have to be a yeah. a well, they can just control oh, the it with a yes. holding. Yeah, you could hold the trigger. Oh, by the same token, like, like, your I, hand I really... would be more in the position to do that because it's really not comfortable to swap it, back and forth. Especially I... during boss fights when sometimes yeah. you got to be quick. I get what you they were to trying to why do. They did, they did it because I... I get what they were trying to do. And if you look at a lot of the stuff that like Sakamoto and the guy from Team Ninja, and like a lot of the stuff that they've been saying. The whole thing is they, they want to have that, that, that modern NES game, that kind of ease of play. And I get what they're trying they to do with that. They want it to be that. a Blue Ocean game. Yeah, they want it to be a Blue Ocean game, which I think in, on, on one hand, they they kind of fail at doing it because it's a very, it's 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 a difficult game. And it's kind of, I guess, I like... I wouldn't say it's that hard. There's definitely, I've, I've been more challenged in this game than I have with a lot of other, like pretty much every other 2D Metroid game. I thought... Okay. Well, I thought I thought Super Metroid was somewhat difficult the first time I played it, and really the Prime games are all pretty frickin' hard. Yeah. Uh, but this game, I just pretty much blew through it. And I, the only times I died were during boss fights. Yeah. But I don't but know. See, the, I, I feel the game like, itself I, I doesn't like look at all. It, up. it doesn't look at all appealing to that Blue Ocean crowd. Just yeah, in general, you know, who's I mean, going to pick that up that wouldn't have wanted it yeah. anyways? And wouldn't be able to handle the controls. But I mean, just what they were trying to do, what they were trying to do with having you know the side-scrolling gameplay and going to first-person mode, like this is, I think, I mean, with the or at least it's the least awkward way to do that. And and hear me out on this one. And that like, if you did have that the nun the Wii Remote nunchuck and you're you're already pointing at the screen, that'd be kind of mm -hmm. weird if you have to hold down a button and point down at the screen to do it. Or if you're doing the classic controller and you have to like hold the shoulder button to go into first person mode, well then why the fuck are you even playing this game on Wii if you don't even use the pointer and there's literally well, a part of the game this? where you have to point at the screen? How about this? Get rid of the first person crap. Let me switch to a missile by pressing the B button or something. Yeah. I think they don't want you to, well, have that, to that, waste that, that, missiles because they have an auto lock and you may shoot the wrong thing. Well, uh, you yeah. can easily recharge yeah. missiles. But I mean. Oh, okay. But I think it's also, like, they would have to completely redo this game if they took out the first-person stuff, which, I mean... That's, they would. Uh, they yeah. just have to take away the hunting for, for pixel For better or stuff. worse, the game is built around the ability to do that. Um, but yeah, right. I, I don't think it adds much to the game. It's frustrating, especially... I think especially because of the Prime series. It's frustrating to be able to go into, the, into 3D only to find yourself incredibly vulnerable. Uh, I just played yeah. three Metroid games over the last ten years where I could be in first person and not have that crippling vulnerability. So to put, to have it added in, that's just... I like that. it. I, I, I like the first person mode because I, I feel like it's it makes it intense at certain times. Like in boss fights, they give you enough time to go into first person mode. Albeit, there definitely is a lot of trial and error in the boss fights where you need to figure out when you have to go into first person mode and shoot, shoot at them. But the boss fights will give you enough time to do that. And it makes it intense true, because you have that moment where you have to, you know, you have to point at the screen. You need to select the missile, and you have to do it quick, or else then, you know, you're going to get attacked because you're so vulnerable. And I, I, I like it in that. And I was really skeptical going to that. And when I went to the E3 demo, that was the one thing that was positive that I came away from was that I liked the switching to first person. The, the, the D-pad is still too small for what they're trying to do. 
and I feel like my, and especially how they have the dodge set to that too. I come away with like a very, yeah. very sore thumb when playing this game. Like I, I really enjoy it, but my my finger hurts. It sucks. Well, the dodge is the dodge is weird because if you're just if you're just running around, you'll just do the it. Dodge won't it won't automatically dodge if you're holding down the button to just oh, run yeah. around. So you actually have to stop and then tap the D-pad to do an evade. It's and that's it's really easy to dodge though. It's it's they they made it very easy. It to is. Do so. Yeah, they did make it very. It's it's a c- c- core component of the. I think it's a cool fighting. mechanic too. Yeah. I think I think I that, do too. I think the the combat is definitely different from prior Metroid games, but I think it turned out pretty. I generally well. like it. And I and yeah, I I, I was like initially it. kind of I was talking to you know other people that were playing the game, and when I was a little earlier in the game, I was like, well, I guess this combat's never really going to evolve and I'll have to do this shit for the whole game. But as you get more beams, you become more powerful and that kind of makes the combat easier to do. But the combat on never enemies. actually changes. Yeah, it never really does. But you do have that moment where like, okay, this enemy that was originally really hard, now that I've got the plasma beam, I can just blow yeah. right past them. Or you can get your, you know, screw attack and just blow through yeah. everything in sight. And I like the screw attack really and the nice. shine spark. Like, I... I the Shine I, Spark's implemented really, really well. Yeah, I think the Shine Spark is awesome in this game. Yeah. And they give you a lot of opportunities to use it. Even when it's not for getting an item, yeah. you're just like going down a hallway. Yeah, like, like there, there's one yeah. part where like um where in, in the actual story mode, or I think I actually did this because like there was an item that I missed and I needed to use the Shine Spark to get it actually. And I went back and got it and I realized that I could basically go there by just using the Shine Spark and then I would basically like run past one part then jump to the left and, like, scale the entire area. Yeah. Which I just think that's really cool. Like, the more I talk about this game, and I expect to, like, talk about it and think about it more and realize that I don't like it as much, like, I I really enjoyed this game. (laughs) Or I still enjoy this game, and I can't wait for the post-game. And I think it's... I very much enjoy the the post-game, and I look forward to doing hard mode now that I've unlocked it so that I can skip the (laughs) cutscenes. And see if that changes it at all. But see if it changes it at all. I think if I didn't have the promise of the post game, I would probably be a little more disappointed at this point. But because I have that promise, I I'm just enjoying the experience because yeah. I know that okay, really, the story's really terrible. I find it kind of funny and like the and the it, it is it is a little interesting because they you know they call back to a couple things and and you know there are throwback but bosses. But it makes it. no sense at all. Yeah, yeah, I know it's completely nonsensical, but it's a little entertaining. If even in, in its poor presentation, but even outside of that, like I enjoy the gameplay, and there's problems with it, but I just I think it's a very good game. Does Can that you help, explain help one me thing, Neil? Sure. Okay, I'm not going to spoil anybody. I'm I'm just going to say, uh, Purple Monster. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I think like everyone a, does. Wait, 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 wait. How That's does... the first <laughs> boss or the one later on? Later on. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. How? How did they get him? How how is he there? They kind of explain it, don't they? Well, they explained how. You know, they explained about her suit being wiped clean, and getting genetic material off of her suit. But that didn't explain purple guy. Yeah, it did. Really? Yeah. Uh, well. That- what does was does just does tissue just accumulate on her suit? I guess. I mean, I mean that's kind of how they explain <laughs> it. 
We can talk about this. We can talk about yeah, this I'm, off I'm, show. I'm gonna go ahead. And, All right. And All unless right. unless you had anything else you wanted to add, Nathan. Let's. Uh, let, let's yeah, Zach. I, I had a question. Right. No, really quick. Go, um, Nathan. Feel free. What, what does the post game add for you? It sounds like that is a big deal to you. But are you really just going back and hunting for items you couldn't get? Yes. So you're just yes. going through the same environment. You're playing the Metroid game that you generally play. But in the Metroid game I generally play, like, there's a progression. You already have all your stuff, and you're just unlocking more well, in the space. Post game, in the like... post game, you have access to all your gear. Okay. And so you can go around, and, and the map tells you, gives you the item locations, just like in Corruption. But see, like, you're not gearing up, you're only gearing up to fight one thing. And, like, you can, one it sounds thing. like you can just recharge missiles yes. as much as you so want. So really, you're just, you're just being a completionist at that point and unlocking all the rest of the concept but what, art. Sound, it sounds oh, like okay. that what you're enjoying, Zach, is more the the ability to the exploration explore the environment and the abilities with the to... abilities that you would prefer to to have had okay. earlier At on. my yeah. leisure. So or if the environments are that fun to traverse, it sounds like that might be entertaining, but if it's if it's just kind of vanilla, I don't know if I would enjoy going, okay, you got to find all the energy tanks. I well, I mean, did you do that in Fusion or Zero Mission or Prime? It, when I when I beat a, a Metroid game, yeah, I'm just I'm... done. Like, during the game, I'll go look for stuff, but I... Like, if I... It's not ramping up towards something, I don't feel any incentive. I'm, I'm the... Well, then you probably won't give a crap about the post-game. Although, I should say that in addition to this cool throwback boss, there's, like, a second ending, kind of, that... Okay, it, it's not really a second... I'll... I'll, I'll uh, okay, I, it, I can't let me, let me, put, it, it, let me put it this way. I would not replay Dragon Quest Nine if it took out all the story and boss just to grind up with my same characters and fight a different final boss. Then you won't care about the post-game. Okay, so then... And if you didn't like the main game, is there <laughs> is there nothing for me in this? There's probably Nathan, nothing for you in this. Okay, game. I'll, Blockbuster I'll rent rents it. this game for nine dollars. That is my suggestion. No, you know $9 what? I have a I have a I have a GameFly I have a GameFly box down my street in the Seven oh, Eleven, and you can get it for two days for two dollars. So that's awesome! Wow, I will I do that. That's all you need, because Nate, you can marathon the game in eight hours. Really? Okay, I'll just. Take yeah, I've pretty much days. beaten the game in two and a half, or I will beat the game in about two days. Good, because I'm renting it for five days, okay. so. Good. Yeah, I will get a Costco pizza and barrel let's, uh, let's move on and declare, I'm going to go ahead and just declare a moratorium for, for Metroid Talk the rest of this episode. We've right put on. 20, we've, we've yeah. put 25 minutes into it. Let's let's move on to some, it's, it's some worth other it. things. It's, it's, yeah. It is worth Don't, it, yes. It's fun to talk yeah. about. I meant the talking about it, not the game. The game is worth it, too. <laughs> Neil wants to get back to it because he saw what he's going to do next. Yeah. So, Nathan, tell us what you're reviewing. <laughs> oh, yes. <shit. laughs> I've been waiting for this all week. So this is like a plane crashing here. We go from the high of, I guess, relative high of Metroid <laughs> to fucking deer captor. <laughs> Are you kidding? Now, this sounds tell us awesome. what you do in this game, exactly. You don't capture deer. That's... Oh. Sure. Uh, you, then, oh, you shoot why is them. it called Deer Captor? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's a euphemism. I Because it's like, see how many deer you can capture, and you just shoot them in the head with a rifle. Oh, shit. And it's so not it's like, like a... Or it's a like crossbow. It's like duck hunt with deer? It's like the deer hunter? 
it is almost like duck hunt except the deer yeah yeah that's very apt the deer just run out like you're sitting by your barn or whatever and they just run out and you're like sitting on a fence post shooting them and the the stupid part is the targeting reticule is gigantic and <laughs> it's not like it's a big circle with a dot in the middle it's a big cir- big circle that's almost entirely filled with red like circles so it's just this wow. it's almost impossible to see what you're so shooting it's at it's a target it's a target it's basically a target yeah except it has radial lines coming out from the center so maybe it's, it's a maybe it's a uh, shotgun widespread no, it's a crossbow, um, and you oh. it almost covers up the entire deer, so you're trying to like pinpoint, <laughs> headshot the thing so you can stop it, because there are missions where there are baby deer charging you in the woods. There are missions? And you... Seriously? <laughs> are there side quests? Not really, not really missions. It's like <laughs> level two, and it pops you out into the woods, and you just hear the sound of little feet, and then you see a little deer charging you, and you have to kill it. <laughs> Before it gets to you, like in the Simpsons. No, no, no. It's just a little baby deer. This game is awful. (laughs) Killed Bambi. You have to. No, you're capturing Bambi with bullets. Capture. Capture. (laughs) Your It's a tranquilizer shotgun. This game is for everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No. This game sounds. This game sounds. uh, How many points is this game? Uh, I assume I this is WiiWare, right? Pay for it. I think I it's five hundred. Yeah, it's WiiWare. It's WiiWare. Okay. Um, it's WiiWare. And it's, I think it's five dollars. Well, I I look forward to reading <laughs> uh, the review on this well, one. It's, I seem to have a history of horrible reviews, so not it horrible continue, reviews. I would hope horrible games. There's gonna be like oh, yeah. any shitty game that comes in. I'm gonna be like, send it out to Nate. That, that's fine. No, the the email <laughs> the email went out. It said, "Who wants Deer Captor?" And I immediately took it because I I do enjoy this. I bought Happy Birthday Mark. <laughs> so yeah. you weren't yourself. gifted that. You purchased that. I bought it. Yeah, with my own five dollars. And I think I think a, a side quest would be interesting. Like you get two deer antlers. You have to find a gold bar. You get elk antlers. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and you have to craft like a. A fur coat or something. Right, you have you have to alchemize it. But you just captured them, so you wouldn't have any of their body parts. Well, what because... do you do with them? Do you put them in a deer farm or something? It... Do you no, like I don't torture know. them? I. <laughs> We're getting ready for the sequel. Deer do you put them on SD, on a, on an SD card and bring them to your friend's house? Yeah. The. <laughs> yes. No, I I, no, just I think you remote. you have to put them on, put Facebook. on Facebook. No, you put them on Facebook. I killed seventeen oh. deer in Nathan, deer capture. Nathan Nathan <laughs> captured seventeen deer today. Yeah, no, no. The next one's going to be deer basement, and you'll see what you've been doing with them the whole time. <laughs> Nathan killed a deer with eight tines on its antlers. I didn't kill it. I captured it and kept it for later. If you know what I mean. Uh, uh, oh, uh, it is a farm. Yeah, we made this joke last time, but we'll respell deer with D E A R, and uh, <laughs> it'll become an entirely different game. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> oh, good lord! Uh, uh. It's like it's a, it's no no no. It's like this. It's it's like the, the companion piece to my notebook. 
It's where you write letters to people that have kidnapped you. No, 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 you. no, no, that. It's a, it's a multiplayer game, right? So, you, like, one of you is the person being captured, or the deer being captured, and, uh... There you go. Yeah, in deer humans basement. The, in deer basement, you get to keep a... Prey. Yeah, you get to keep, like, a journal, um... Like of what happens in the oh, basement. This game is, and then like, and then no, 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 and then like when you actually when the other person plays Dear Basement, then they get to like read the journal, or it's like scratched it on rubs, the wall, portal style. Oh, this game is just a few years too late for Game Boy GameCube connectivity. Get the lotion, if only. <laughs> Enjoy you put your massage. Deer down in that well. You put a deer in the well. Oh Lord, what? So, uh, Andy, <laughs> yeah, it's just a, Ivy the a co-sequel. So yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and let's 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 go ahead and move on to. Uh, yeah, what do you want me to say about this? Yeah, piece of I don't. <laughs> I, th I think we've said far more than necessary already. Um, <laughs> Nathan, what's the post game like? You know, it gets a lot better. You like it has this callback boss. You actually get to fight Bambi, <laughs> and then like you you think you kill him, but then he goes into a second form like Kraid. And it, like it's just of like course. this freaking gigantic Bambi, and the forest is on fire, and like you're trying <laughs> to escape, like you're trying to escape before it times out, and the, fo <laughs> you have to the hold forest down blows B up. To lock onto him and press A to shoot. No, there's no lock-on mechanic. You actually use the pointer in this one. Um, oh, of course. Yeah, it's frustrating though because you can't move. Because <laughs> you're surrounded by fire. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. So, <laughs> so Ivy the Kiwi, <laughs> or as it's also pronounced. And since smoke rises, the only place it's safe Ivy the is Kiwi. in the deer basement. <laughs> <laughs> so Ivy the Ivy Kiwi, the Kiwi do or tell. as it's also known as Ivy the Kiwi. Because uh, there's a question mark at the end of the title, and I have no idea if it's supposed to be pronounced the question mark or not. But what if that was just an accident of epic proportions? And they're like, yeah, oh, we're shit, like they we got can't... so far, they're we... like, shit, guys, it's still there. You can't take I guess it back we'll just now. Have to roll with it. It's on the box now. All of our freaking PR has had this damn question mark on it. <laughs> it's it's too late. So I uh I threw this into my uh my Nintendo Wii console entertainment system box on Monday. Right around, I don't know. I played. I played it for about three, three to four hours on Monday, and a couple more, maybe about another hour yesterday. And um, it's so what it is basically. If you have no idea what this game is, um, see if I can put my serious face back on now. Good lord. Um, what this game basically is? It puts the lotion on its body <laughs> and it puts it in the face. Stop. <laughs> the, this game <laughs> comes from. This game comes from Prope, uh, which is the Studio founded by Yuji, or Yuji, Yuji Naka, Naka. Thank you. The uh, the um, he's made Sonic the Hedgehog games, Billy right. Hatcher, and um, let's this tap. game this, this game has wow, a, a glowing this portfolio. game has a clear Sonic influence. Um, in fact, if I had to like describe Ivy the Kiwi by by like picking other games that are like it, I would say Indiana yeah, Jones. Indiana Jones. I would say that it's it's sort of a weird, bizarre mesh of um, Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, Kirby's Canvas Curse and the target smash mode from Smash Brothers. Because every... I well, totally see every, that. Every well, stage is fairly small. Um, and it's... Yeah, the game is broken down into many, many different stages. Apparently the Wii version has about 100. I've gotten through damn near 50. 
because um, they're starting to get difficult and suddenly breezing. Well, the, the Wii and the DS versions are the exact same. Well, game. there's different multiplayer options on the on the games oh. apparently. Um, yeah, I, I, they're pretty much yeah. the exact same. Game. Um, but so yeah, basically every stage is a little kind of like picture every stage to be s- sort of similar to a Target Smash level in Smash Brothers, and you have these ten feathers that are just laid out there and they're not hidden they're just sort of distributed and so basically you have to play a game of kirby's canvas curse to go get them all and also yeah. avoid uh, obstacles and the obstacles are basically are nice. there are birds that do nothing other than hover back and forth or up and down there are mice that just kind of wander along the bottom the bottom of the screen depending on where they're at and then there's um little poison drops that fall from from the ceiling and so basically you have to kind of like how in, in Kirby's Canvas Curse you're actually drawing a line you can draw it however you like this game makes you create vines and so you're basically you're always working on kind of like a like like a straight edge you you, you kind of drag a straight edge vine from one point to Yeah, it's kind of like point. you basically like click and then you start dragging the vine and it'll always be in a straight right. line until you release. The way I kind of feel like I- I- Ivy is always moving forward, but the more I play this game, the more I kind of feel like the main character is basically nothing more than a marble, which always has a little yeah. bit of forward momentum because he'll he basically acts like a marble. The the way the way he sort of re- responds to being moved up or down on these vines is very much like 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 a ball of some sort, um, like Kirby exactly, exactly, and it, it even feels a little bit more like that I think because of the um, the fact that you're only using straight edges, whereas in Kirby's Canvas Curse you can do a little you, you can you can do a little bit more to manipulate the way the way he moves. Yeah. Um, and this game, yeah. you can make like loops and stuff, right? No, not in this. Yeah, no, in no, Canvas Curse you can make loops. In this game, you're basically just it's all a series of ramps. But the other cool thing about this, as opposed to Kirby's Canvas Curse, is you can, you can, you can use the uh, while you're still adjusting the straight edge, you can kind of bounce them around a little bit. So you don't actually have to let go of the finished line until you want to. You can you can control him as you go, which is kind of cool because you can use it to like fling him up and down. And actually, one of the cool things you can do is you can use the B button on the back of the remote to grab a vine and kind of snap it like like a rubber band. Which gives you a little, a little bit of, of, nice. of momentum, uh, and it also can get you through some blocks. Um, yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. I, I found the game to be fairly easy for the first 30 to 40 levels, and then it just sort of ramped up all at once. And now there are some levels it'll take me five to ten tries to get through because I I, I want to get all the feathers, all ten of them. You don't have to get them all. You can you can just go to the exit right away if you want. What's the reward for getting the so far, I, it's only I think it's points and extra lives. I don't think there's any other and and completionist. When you go back to look at the levels you've you've completed, the ones that you haven't gotten all ten feathers in will have a miss a missing icon. Can you can you skip the feathers and go back and get them in the post game? Yeah, you can, well you can re you can replay each level as many times as you want once you've once you've completed it once or once you've gotten to it once so you can backtrack in this game from the main menu yes you can there is exploration <laughs> no. is what you're saying <laughs> this sounds exactly like canvas curse really. sounds like other well, no. the, the, the main difference between canvas curse and this is that canvas curse has levels and this game has um 
Right, but you're still collecting like three or four coins per level, and you know. The canvas curse is a. When you go back, when you go out to the map, you can see which ones you've completed. I would say canvas level. curse is a much more fleshed out game. This plays yeah. more like. Oh. Uh, it, 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 it's it's more stripped down, and it's more of that. So instead of having like five oh. or ten really big levels, you have you know a hundred bite-sized levels if you go back and look at oh, the time it takes it actually one of the things that this game sort of emphasizes is completing each level quickly because the, the the time that you finish a level with is stamped on the the menu select screen when you go back to go pick a level to play again uh so oh. the idea is not only can you get all 10 feathers or not get them but if you want you can conceivably go back and try to beat your own times now it so in structure, it's more nice. like uh, Mario March the Minis. I, I actually haven't played that. Deal. Um, but oh, okay. it's a good game, possibly. It's good, yeah. For most of bucks, most man. of the levels don't take more than two minutes to complete. I went back and looked at the level select screen, and m almost all of my finished times were like two minutes. Well, maybe not two minutes. Two hundred, two hundred seconds, because uh, it counts down from three hundred fairly quickly. So I finished most of them fairly quickly. So really. The game moves pretty quick, and I would expect that, assuming I don't get stuck on any levels, I'll have the, I'll have all of them done here, pretty quickly. But, you know, with with this game, once you've kind of played 30 to 40 levels, you've seen what this game has to offer. So unless the art style, yeah. you know, keeps bringing you back, and it is it is a really cool art style. Everything looks really hand drawn and gorgeous. The problem is it all also kind of looks the same. It's basically like, you know, yeah. e each background. But the, the, the game is split up into worlds. Each world has five stages, um, and also each world has its own unique um, music and background image. But basically, the background That's images cool. look like you got an artist to do five fairly similar stylistically pictures. Like here's a picture of the same artist doing a courtyard, and now he's doing a forest, and now he's doing a village. But they all look mm -hmm. like they all have the exact same style. So. So as gorgeous as the game looks, it's also you, you you learn to tune out the visuals fairly quickly because they don't really ever change, even if the picture. Like scribble yeah, notes, maybe? yeah, exactly. Because the you know the backgrounds don't really they don't really add anything to the game at all. They're just kind of nice to look at. They're just there. They're just kind of nice to look at. Um, like Tetris. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like most puzzle games where you're not really worried about that. You're either into the mechanics. In this or game, you're not. It, it, it's kind of structured like a puzzle game, but it plays. That's it plays it more like, like an action game, though, because it's it's almost entirely, especially in later stages, it's almost entirely based on how can you get this guy across this pit of spikes and still get up to get the feather that the bird is hovering around, using only the you know the the, the vines that you have, um, but. That's really all I have to say about it. I'm I, I I'm really enjoying it. I don't know that there's a lot of replay value here. There is a multiplayer mode. I don't know um, how I'm going to test that because I don't know anybody who wants to play it with. But I'm hoping to find someone locally who will sit down and play with it. Cause I'm pr I'm pretty sure it's basically just hey play through the same levels but race someone. I'm pretty sure that it's it's basically it's like the two of you can draw vines then. Yeah, I I think it's split Whoa. screen and I think it's basically play through the. Well, no, oh, no, no, there's two different multiplayer. You, there's cooperative and competitive okay. on the Wii version. The competitive is then you race to get to the end of the stage okay. for the other person. So I haven't... And then the cooperative is you go through the regular levels drawing vines together. This game... I can see this game being harder on the Wii. 
You don't have the precision. The funny the thing stylus. is that, like, I haven't played the Wii version, yeah. but they were, there's a DS demo up in the Nintendo channel, and I played it last week. Ooh, and, I'm totally getting ooh. that. And I, I really didn't like the, the way the vines were, because you can only have three on the screen, and I kept on, like... And, oh. and you can also manipulate the vines to, like, kind of, like, launch Ivy up into yeah. the air. And I would, like, go to, like, touch on the... Tap on the touch screen and launch the vine, and then i draw another vine. And it would, I just found oh. it kind of frustrating. Yeah, those are... Those are broken up in, oh. into different buttons. So you use the A button to draw a vine. You use the B button to grab a vine. Um, yeah, so like the, that, the Wii version. I find the Wii version good. controls very nice, except for the fact that I'm playing in a well-lit room that's kind of sunny. So I had to, like, draw the draw the curtains hmm. because the slightest bit of, of pointer imperfection due to, due to natural sunlight yeah. will really hose yeah. you in this game. I ran into that problem a lot with World of Goo. Yeah. I found yeah. myself selecting mm -hmm. the wrong thing all the time, and that—that's yep. what made me stop that game. Yeah. So, uh, play it in the winter. Oh wait, California doesn't have a winter. This game. <laughs> Sometimes this it game rains. came out on WiiWare, oh. I think, in Europe, right? And 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 other. I think it's supposed to come out on WiiWare and DSiWare okay. here as well. And what you get is, I think, half oh. the game. Yeah, I would recommend doing that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I might. I'm not sure do what that. the retail price is. Wait, so. Is there like an expansion to get the rest of the game, or is it just like no. here? Buy no, I this. think it's just yeah. yeah. I think the uh, the 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 Wii version comes with comes with a hundred levels, and the WiiWare version comes with fifty. Um, and yeah. I would say and that generally fifty well. levels is about all you need. Sounds like that. Yeah, and considering the need. the price difference, I, I don't know. I assume it's There's, a forty or fifty to fifty dollar game. I, I think it's it's at most forty. Okay, well it it might be 30. It, 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 unless it's twenty. Don't I, I wouldn't I wouldn't pay because the, the the game doesn't feel like it. it, it remember a uh, year a couple years ago I'm dating myself here but there was a discussion on RFN a couple years ago about how about boom blocks and it was an argument between James and Johnny about whether or not that game should have been on on WiiWare uh, and really the only argument James had going for him was it feels like a WiiWare game. This game feels like a WiiWare game. Le yeah, Limited yeah, art like resources, re repeatable mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. It's gonna be. No, it I is. honestly, I I really thought it was like until this week, I had no idea yeah. it was like a retail yeah. game, and yeah. re retail on two different systems, and also digital on two different systems, right. apparently, but not yet. Because when you look <laughs> at it, it really does yeah. look more like a a small experience, and just the well, way you describe it. It originated uh, on phones. In yeah, Japan. yeah, it did. Oh. That kind of explains a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It kind of sounds like Space yeah. Trek. Anyway, I got I got oh. nothing else to say about it. I, I definitely recommend you, you you play it. Play through 20 to 30 levels. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh it's it's frustrating but in the good way. It doesn't you never feel like the game is cheating you. Every time I have died in this game, I feel I can do better than this. So, and that's that that's yeah. the right kind that's of frustrating good. for a game. The core mechanic is good. Art resources are a little bit limited, but look good when they're on the screen. So, yeah, solid game, definitely. And let's go ahead and move nice. on to, uh, I know, uh, Neil, you, aside from Metroid Other M, you had one more thing you wanted to talk about? Yeah, um, I got Galactic Tazball for DS. It's uh, by WayForward, and it stars everyone fa everyone's favorite Tasmanian Steve? devil, Taz. Oh. Right. Yes, Steve the Tasmanian still devil. still around? Um, apparently. Um, I don't really know how much. I feel like this was kind of a a ploy to get him back in the public's eye, but then this game kind of came out with little to no fanfare. But it's a pretty cool little game. Um, 
it, it there's basically two different modes, and there's a series of levels. I, I don't know how many like worlds there are, but each world has five levels and then a boss. And the levels are structured in that there's five parts to each level, and it alternates between. Um, it starts off with like these kind of side scrolling or like these uh, I guess like kind of like three D platformer levels where it's like an isometric view, and you use the touch screen as a trackball to move Taz around. Which is hmm. a, it's a little clumsy, but when you're, you know, he, after you get up enough speed, he'll turn into a, you know, little tornado and move around. It makes a lot of sense for the character in, in, in the style of game, too. And the levels are built around, you know, you know, having to turn, and it's a little tricky because you're using a trackball, and it's not like it's too frustrating. Um, and there's even a mechanic where if you, basically, if you fall off an area like three times, then it'll give you the option to, you know, basically super guide it. Except for it won't skip the entire level, it'll just get you to the next checkpoint. And the checkpoints are pretty liberally spaced out throughout the level. And the other part is what it is, is that the five parts, the first, third, and fifth parts are all like that. And the second and fourth are these kind of, I guess, um, I mean, not everyone will get this reference, but it's kind of like Mario vs. Donkey Kong March of the Minis, but I guess, like, simplified in that um, you'll basically go to the underground area, and Taz will be, he, he, for some reason, he has, like, a blindfold on, like, some kind of helmet that's not allowing him to see, and there's these conveyor belts and these different traps that you need to get him to avoid and also use them to go around and collect coins, and there's a, uh, there's a collectible item on each level that then, if you get all of them, or, or in each stage of the level, and if you get all of them in the level, then you unlock concept art. Um, huh. And these little, I mean, they're usually very quick, but it's kind of like you have to maneuver them through these different traps and use conveyor belts and use the touchscreen to, like, launch them in cannons and stuff. But hmm. it's a, it's a, no, I, it's I get a the Mario cool. Minis uh, comparison. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, me too. or just like that, like, the, the Despicable Me DS game that I'm also reviewing that WayForward did is pretty much a direct ripoff of Mario versus DK. And, uh, huh. yeah, I get, I get, like, they, they probably, WayForward, I, I don't know if they developed these games at the same time. But I would not be surprised. But overall, Galactic Hasballs—it's—it's it's really surprising me. Like I didn't think the trackball would really work that well, but it does, and it's—it's a, it's a really cool little game. It's—it's it's nothing amazing, nothing spectacular, but it's a cool Tasmanian Devil-based DS game. Very nice. Have you ever oh. seen a Tasmanian Devil? No. No. They—they they look like uh, uh, those little, those very. Very small bulldogs with a big head, <laughs> uh, long snout. Spuds McKenzie dogs, but they're black. So yeah, Taz so looks just like Taz. Like yeah, he's, he's brown. It's Have like you ever Arthur. Seen... Doesn't look anything like an aardvark. <laughs> that always bothered me. That always bothered me. Have you ever yeah. seen a star-nosed mole? Those things are awesome. They are amazing. So are naked mole rats. Yeah. 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 I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm reviewing Space Trek, and I feel violated by it, and it's one of the worst games I've ever played. All right, and uh, that's it for what you're reviewing. That sounds like something I'd like to review, Zach. Yeah, can, can you guys <laughs> You don't capture deer, though. That's fine. You kill them. You right? can give yourself vertigo by pausing <laughs> it. I, I once reviewed an iPhone game that made me literally throw up. <laughs> it that's yeah, awesome. It gave me such a sense of... Not like I was so nauseous playing it because it's basically you're falling down a hole, and I threw up all over my floor. Wow! <laughs> well, what, what was it called? <laughs> Sounds like which, a ten which, which to game me. Was that? 
I believe it was called The Deep. I'm I'm not quite sure, but it was a while back, but I certainly recall throwing up. I, huh? Not the whole of Agony? No, but I went back and I played it some more after that, and I still felt <laughs> fr- I like felt bad the whole time, but I managed to play through it a bit. So even if the game does make me feel nauseous, Zach, I can uh, I can suffer. I can suffer. He's a trooper. It. You're I good appreciate man. that. Well, how about we uh we <laughs> take up our namesake and read off some news? And as always, for the news portion of the newscast, I'll hand it off to Neil Ranahan. All right, um, we got some top stories. First off, uh, DSi has a price drop. It's uh, the regular old plain smally DSi system is $149. It was uh, $170 before. And the DSi XL is now at $170. So, Gosh, dang it. Uh, yeah, 3DS will be coming soon. <laughs> and you just bought an XL, didn't you? Well, no, I bought it launch day. So oh, okay. I've gotten my use out of it. Yeah. I'm still using it, of course, but... Yeah, but uh, Still, what, what do you guys have to say about the well, one? Obviously well, obviously it means that the 3DS is coming out this fall, right? Yeah, that, that's probably obviously. I mean, I, I'm Lamau, to write a blog post it? or something about this, but I haven't. But I'm just gonna say this now, and I apologize to anyone that I offend in advance. If you think that the 3DS is coming out in 2010, you are dumb. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think they're dropping this price so that they can blow as many uh, or get as many sales for the Christmas. Yeah, they want to have season. a good Christmas. Yeah, yeah. and I think and I mean then I mean they'll release the 3DS. Yeah, DS sales have slowed, and I think this will be a nice shot in the arm, and it'll have you know the the DS DSi shot line stylus. will have this very nice last hurrah, and then the 3DS will come out in the beginning of 2011 and rock yep. our faces off. To me, this is basically them. <laughs> they're just they're just creating room at the top of the price range for the handheld market. That's all they're yeah, doing exactly. because they can't put out the three the three DS and that would be the same price as the as the XL. That would look bad. It'll be yeah. two hundred dollars, which is no good. Doubt. I that's a good price for the three DS. I think two hundred dollars is a sweet spot. And uh, yeah. popped it up in the forums. Even said that pretty much exactly. Um, she, she, said, did. she did. Or she did. I'm sorry. I, I think yes, that this did. pretty much confirms the 3DS will be 190 or $200. That's higher than I was hoping for, but oh well. That's actually less money than I thought it would be. But, yeah, I mean, but, yeah, I, I think I, I think it's a better price. I still think the idea of the DS Lite being uh, 30 bucks cheaper than the... Oh, is it 30? 20. 20 bucks cheaper? Yeah. I think it's, I think it's at one, 129 right. I think the idea of the, of the DS Lite being right. significantly cheaper than the DSi is kind of dumb because I don't know that the DSi really adds that much, and it definitely DSiWare definitely takes so something cool, away. DSiWare is so cool. Well, I will get a chance to experiment with DSi. I'm actually I'm, I'm yes. very excited about it. I'm, I'm going to be getting a DSi here. Um, every time you make a DSiWare purchase, be very pointed in what you get because that store is ass to navigate. <laughs> so look on oh Wikipedia Well, and I understand that I'll probably, probably... Or the handy DSiWare feature that I did back then. I'll probably April. be buying it again on the, on the, on the 3DS that. as well because my guess is I won't be able to bring it forward. That would be way too convenient. Um, so... Yeah, um, yeah, I don't want to have to decry my love for Nintendo forever. So they better bring DSiWare to 3DS, or else I will probably stop writing for this well, site. Well, I'm not, I'm not worried about them bringing the idea of DSiWare. <laughs> I'm worried about bringing my own purchases. Yeah. I know. Right, that's I know what you I tend to agree with Zach, and I think it's crap, um, unfortunately. I, I agree. I think you're crap, Zach. I tell you what, 
I tell you what, if, if they do bring a feature where you can import your purchases to the 3DS, I will eat a piece of chalk. You'll do that. You'll do what? that. Really? Whatever. Dude. Yeah, don't All you right, do that fine. before you start drawing on the dinosaur bones anyways? You just prep <laughs> by eating chalk. Because then you chalk. can lick it. <laughs> mm. Yes, exactly. Um, so let's move on to the next news story, which is uh, kind of, I guess, sad for Nathan. If it, if it, it oh, could potentially be sad. Oh, no, um, this was sad for me. I broke the news to James uh, the yeah. second I saw it. Atlas yeah. has been absorbed by their parent company. They've basically they've been dissolved, and they will no longer operate independently. However, there was a uh, there was a follow up where on an, on Atlas.com on the forums, an admin mentioned about how this doesn't really change anything. They're still going to be making games and publishing them. So it could potentially right. be damaging in the future, but for right now, Atlas is safe. My only concern, Yay. my only concern with this is that they won't see their U.S. ventures to be as profitable as they would like them to be because, you know, they're not selling big units here, and yeah, they might never. just they might just quit, you know? They might just say, hey, yep. it's not worth just getting that, you know, they sell what they put out here, but I, I'm afraid they would just stop altogether. Like, but, why? But then we won't then we won't get any, you know, giant special editions that they only produce 50 of. Because that's all they produce. Right. Uh, that is a problem, exactly. but you know, they might just think like localization stuff like that isn't worth it in, for them, which would be a bummer for me. Yeah, yeah, it would. A Atlas is a good company. They do they do good work. Yeah, yeah I'm playing Persona Three Portable right now. Really like it. Persona and it would Three be is a an bummer. excellent game. I didn't like it on the PS2, but for some reason on the PSP, it's more accessible to me. Yeah, but TJ that's a PSP game. TJ Spike in the forums made a comment about this. He said. Considering that the Trauma series has done pretty well and is one of their better-selling franchises, I doubt they will end it because of this. And personally for me, I sure as hell that they keep the Trauma series going. Trauma Team was excellent. I look forward to playing Andy's copy I look forward to sending it to you. <laughs> for something in return. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess let's just mow down these quick hits. Uh, Golden Sun Dark Dawn is dated for November 29th. And I Yay. will eat some crow because there's no care. 3D shit being added to this at all. That was entirely speculation, and we actually found out what the DS family of systems means. According to we did. Our... it means everything except the, D the 3DS. No, no, Nintendo. The Nintendo DS family of systems refers to, and I paraphrase from our Nintendo rep, um, the whatever systems, whatever DS systems are currently out in the market. Uh. All right, right on. So not the DS Fat. Yeah, so not the DS Fat and not the 3DS. <laughs> it's a temporal term. It's yes. meaning changes with time. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Dark Dawn coming out on November 29th. That means all every week in November, Nintendo is a game coming out. Oh my god. You know what? Golden Sun frickin' blows. I'm gonna say it. Okay, I'm... Zach, what don't you like about it? I tried to play the first one. I thought it was all style, no substance. Didn't like the hand powers. Got lost. Okay. See, I liked I liked the overworld powers. I liked the battle system. Uh, especially when you started getting later on in the game when you had more Jin. I enjoyed it. I, yeah. I enjoyed it eight years ago. I find myself having a hard time trying to give a shit about Golden Sun now. Dragon Quest is a much better game. Dragon Quest. I mean, I'd be, I, I'm definitely excited. I'm, I'm excited to hear how this game turns out. I don't know if I'm going to be out there on launch day, though. Yeah. 
See, I, I've discussed this elsewhere, but for me it was because it was one of the first 16, or, you know, SNES-style RPG games that I played. I went straight yeah. from uh, Dragon Warrior 1 and 2 on the Game Boy Color to this. Wow. I have that game. It's fantastic. It is. It's It sits in my Game Boy Player. Um, but, yeah, it was it was special for me. And I think it's more nostalgia. And had I experienced something else first, then I, I would be less of a defender of this game. But as it stands... Yeah, it was. Drag- the first Golden Sun is the first cool Golden Sun is definitely on the very large list of RPGs that I've played the first two hours of. <laughs> and yeah, and really the first part of it was terrible. It was just oh, so. Oh man, man, that's so. It was rough. so protracted. If I was, and... if I wasn't like fourteen years old when I played that game, I would not have gotten through it today. God, you have to go through eight hours of torture before the game opens up. Yeah. See, I was like twelve, I so I, I was still. I was I young and naive. I was young and inexperienced. I was in college. <laughs> I just had to give the thumbs down a little bit. <laughs> All right, let's move but on. I'm Does giving it... him the thumbs down right now, and here's why. But that means you like it, right? Let me talk about it for twenty minutes. He's a father figure. Hey, lady. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies. That. Plants vs. Zombies is coming to DS in the beginning of 2011. <laughs> right, right beginning wow, of another it's version gonna be, of Plants vs. It's going to be $20, though, and it's going to have That's PS exclusive features. Area. So, uh, what say you guys? I've managed to avoid the Plants vs. Zombies craze. How about it's you? Great. Too. It's a really, it's a really it's good a game. It's a fun game. I love it. Is it just tower defense? It's tower defense, but it's, no. it's not... I don't know. It's... It's not what you treat it, it's not what you think of when someone says tower defense. I mean, technically, yes, it is tower defense, but yeah, I, I yeah, it, it's so different from like your desktop tower defense or you know a lot all, all those cheap shitty ass ones on on like congregate dot com. Um, Dude, or it's DSI made by no, Popcap is war. God. The, this will be no. this, this will be the lowest <laughs> I, resolution they've put the system or the the game will have come out on in terms of the platform. That's right. I, I think an, they're going to port HD the uh, version on iPad, isn't there? Well, yeah. I think they're going to port the iPod version. But the iPod likely. has a lot better, lot yeah. better resolution the than, than uh, the the DS does. The DS game is going to look really it's blocky true. compared to the other versions that have been out. So, Ooh. oh yeah, I hope they don't have to shrink stuff too much. Um, but what looks nice about this is that it's the full yeah, game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Whereas the iPod and the iPad versions actually weren't the full games, so while they weren't as expensive, they didn't have the extra yeah. like survival mode and stuff like and that. And I think uh, Insano Lord says it best. I know he's played a lot with these series. He says you can find it cheaper elsewhere, but the game is certainly worth twenty dollars. I'd rather play it on the DS with a stylus than on an iPhone with my finger. I'll get it. I think it's it's a game that yeah. I've played the I'm, entire I'm way very, through very three times, on. and I'll play it again. It's fun. Yeah, I'm very, very we should we this. should point out that the cheaper versions aren't the full game. So, yeah. it, like, well, it's the full singer. The it's the full single get... player main game. Well, you have the extra modes, don't you? On well, all I know is that I played through all of the single player stages, like in the main game, on both the PC and the i the iPhone, and it was the exact same. Experience. Oh, right, right. No, I re- I reviewed the iPhone version, and it doesn't have any of the extra modes, and that's what the DS yeah, okay. has. Yes. That, the iPhone on the iPad doesn't. And actually, the extra modes, you can spend a considerable amount of time with them. So it is a big chunk sure, of content sure. <clears throat> that you're that you're getting and missing out on on the iPhone. Right on. So I think this might be the definitive portable version as far as content I want to see the graphics yes. first because I, I, have, I have a bad feeling 
that the DS screen is not quite up to right up to compared stuff. to what yeah. this game has been on pre previously. I mean, the iPhone version was gorgeous, but the iPhone has a hell of a resolution right. compared to the DS. So, right, and I'm worried it might not be as playable because while stylus is good, I don't know how it can compare to multi-touch on my right. iPad because that that is wonderful, like dragging plants down and grabbing sun with mm -hmm. your other hand. Yeah. I think that's the most playable version. Yeah, I haven't played. I haven't played it on the yeah. iPad. I've only played it on on the iPhone. But I have to believe the iPad version's got to be a a dream to control. Yeah, it is, and it and it's so crisp. It's yeah, I enjoy it. Game's got great great sound too. You know, before before we before yeah. we move on, Andy, um, I've been thinking about what you said about other M on mm -hmm. the 3DS. I think it would look really really good because the game already <laughs> has this foreground background element. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, I, I I like how you brought that up. Just <laughs> yeah, almost think, out of the blue. He's been thinking well, it's because he well, doesn't, that was out of the blue. He doesn't pay attention when we talk about. It's kind of it's kind of like a big car ride, and the grown-ups are talking about something. And all of a sudden, <laughs> out of the back, Daddy, Daddy, I'm sorry. That was something about we brought up before the show earlier. even started, wasn't it? Wasn't that something we were talking about? Yeah. I th oh, uh, maybe. Just yeah. To, br to, to bring the, the context in, I I had said something that I I think uh, Metroid Other M would be fantastic as a 3ds game because i don't feel because well first of all they're clearly they, they, they want to rely on you know the limited the limited control mechanic and of course the, the 3ds does have an analog uh slider but but still i mean i think the uh, right. the first person control would probably work way better with a um, stylus than than a than, than the pointer i mean yeah. not 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 really but wouldn't it wouldn't it be so frustrating to have to pull the stylus out every time <laughs> you did that i mean oh my god i wouldn't I do guess, that yeah I would it's not, not do it's not that, that the, the pointer works bad it's just the the switching back and forth is not ideal but the, yeah the switching would be horrible because it sounds like you use it for almost everything yeah he used it an awful lot almost in every situation it sounds like you're going to have to at some point point at the screen and just having to whip the stylus out like okay i got into the platform they couldn't the do a straight board no it would have to be no. tailored a little bit i guess yeah my my i guess the only thing i really meant by that was the game feels intentionally limited so why don't we put it on a system that's already got those, those limitations in place that's that was sort of where i was going with but that. it I think, it does think, have an analog I think graphic stick. i think graphically it would work really well because because there's always elements in the foreground and samus is kind of in the middle of the screen in right. the background sure See, that sounds cool to me. And the game looks really flashy, just watching videos of it. Like, I enjoy just watching yeah. it happen. So watching it yeah. in 3D would be kind of a treat. So let's, go, let's go ahead and move on to the weekly releases on the downloads first. Um, we have two games on WiiWare, just two this time. Uh, the WiiWare games are really drying up. Before, before too much longer, they'll be about as bad as a virtual console, it seems like. Yeah, I feel like that's the way we're yeah. going. So I guess maybe... Maybe, maybe Virtual Console will see a resurgence and WiiWare will just not... We'll be like, are they still doing WiiWare? So, yeah, I know you played... Uh, the first game that I wanted to talk about was uh, And Yet It Moves. And I know, Neil, you've played that a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I'm, cool. I'm working it's on from, the review uh, It's from it, Broken and... Rules for a Thousand Points. Yes, Broken Rules. They're uh, from Austria. And this game has been on PC for a while and it's had expansions on PC and stuff like that. And I think it might even be cheaper there or something. But... On WiiWare, there are three chapters with about, I think it's like something like 16 levels, and it's really short. Per chapter? Yeah, no, 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 16 levels in total. I think it's oh. like four, six, and six. 
And it's just really, really short. Like, it's a cool game, but it's super short. And it looks like a pretty simple premise. Yeah. And, I mean, basically what it is is, you know, you're controlling around, and if you hit one, then you can rotate the Wii Remote. And there's also support for Classic Controller and Wii Remote Nunchuck. I think I haven't tried that yet. I have to do that before I write the review. But you, you rotate the screen around, and then your character will fall down then, and you have to do it where... If you fall too fast, then you'll die. Unless, like, you can do it on a slant, which is kind of cool. And um, there's, like, an achievement system in the game, too, that I think unlocks some stuff. Um, there's a lot of different modes that you can play the levels. Like, there's a there's a time trial mode, and there's some other stuff in there, too, that you can unlock. But, I mean, it's it's cool. It's it's not amazing, but it's a cool little platformer, and it's it's cheap on downloadable platforms, and that's cool. I'm not wowed by it, but it's okay. <laughs> Sounds like uh, yeah, I had expensive. like zero interest in this game when I watched the video, and the even the title kind of annoys me. Yeah, which, like sound, which sounds style. weird. You're just like, and yet it moves. It's like, oh, that sounds like my pants. <laughs> that sounds whoa. <laughs> oh lord, <laughs> Zach, hey, you're, you're normally so be. disappointing, Somebody's and yet it moves. <laughs> <laughs> now Andy's gonna have to put the explicit tag. I think on it's this on there anyway. I think that was already. I think it was yeah. already on there. Oh, man. that's probably true. Yeah, the one time when you said "big hard cock," probably put it there. <laughs> Wait, robbing cock. Are we talking about deer basement or are we? Talking yeah, yeah, about... yeah. Deer basement. Deer basement. <laughs> and yet it moves. That's nice. a sub. That's a subtitle for deer basement. <laughs> I thought it was dead, and yet it moves. <laughs> you only captured it. Right. You need to capture it again, so it'll stop moving. Yeah, uh, but no, I'll I mean, capture it. Like it's definitely it has this artsy pretension to it, if you will. Right, and, which like, I don't braid. like. I don't like yeah. in games. It was it was okay in Braid. I, I just kind of glanced over the stupid scenes. Yeah, like but... Braid. Braid. It, the the fluff around Braid is terrible, but the game is very good. Right, and right. It is. Nathan, what do you th- what do you think uh, of like Limbo? Speaking of art in games. Limbo, I loved the first, uh, the first little port, maybe a third, and then it just got kind of and then you monotone. No, no, and then like you, yes, it was a short game. Um, but then you got into the industrial area, and it just kind of lost the flavor that it had at the start. Okay. And I didn't find myself scared or interested at all in like, what was happening around me. It was me, just kind of executing on the the world. Yeah, that, that, that's a, a good example of, of of a game that may share a trait with and yet it moves and that to me the art style is the main character of the game right like that's yeah. the thing where yeah. when the first the first second and third thing you think about when you sit down to play the game for the first time is how it looks and how the how the art kind of communicates with the player to a certain extent you know see and, uh, and yet it moves doesn't even look good to me it looks it's got that weird cutout look it reminds me of freaking de- yeah. defend your castle or something yeah. i mean like the whole thing's made out of like construction paper and pajamas yeah. or something. The one, the one and... cool thing that they have in this game is that at the end of some of the levels, there's like kind of boss fights in a way, in which you have to manipulate some kind of object to attack an enemy. Like it'll be like a water droplet, mm-hmm. and then you will have to like do a lot of quick like just turning of the environment to get the water droplet to like go through this maze, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But I just remember that. Sorry, I've had Metroid Other M. On the brain, that's the only thing I've played for the past three days, so it's been tough trying to remember, and yet it moves. <laughs> well, well, 
on that note, let's move yeah. on to the and yet the moves. other game for We Wear this week. Tales of Elastic Boy Mission One. That yeah, looks good. I mean, it's, it's from uh, it's from shift, Lexus but... Numerique, who, for those keeping score at home, are renowned for learning with the poo use. The uh, the I just got bingo. <laughs> Yeah, this game kind of looks like a platforming version of World of Goo, kind of. Or Loco, yeah, Loco. and mixed with yeah, it's, it's mixed with some Loco Roco. Yeah, it's two yeah, player, Rolando it's 600 style. I mean, to me, the mechanic kind of, of grabbing the pegs as you walk or, as you move. It reminds me of King so of Swing. Boring. Reminds you of what? Yeah, that does look uh, cool. DK King of Swing. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. See, so it kind of reminded me of like parts in Mario Galaxy, except. Not interesting. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, it the, looks like a game. Um, it does I mean, look I, like a game. Yes. And, and the, well, the, the arts, I like the art style. <laughs> yeah, it's I, simplistic, but it's nice. It's Kirby-esque. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. To me, it looks like my first game kind of graphics. Not like I'm a graphic <laughs> designer or anything like that. It just... Fisher it, Price is my I, first game. I do like... Uh, I do <laughs> like Nothing this, really stood out about it to me. Yeah. I do like this quote from the uh, from the press release. Play in single-player mode or with your friends and discover funny games. Funny, funny games <laughs> or fun and games. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm puzzled as to what that's supposed to mean. Maybe play there are games your... inside Neil, of the game. Neil, you have to read between the lines. Play with your friends and discover funny <laughs> games. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay, I get it now. Oh, man. Best played in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> with deer. <laughs> and then there was some DSiWare games. Uh, yeah, DSiWare, we have, what, about seven games this week? Uh, over the past yeah, two weeks, I should say. still ruling um, the roost. Th- th- let's start off with uh, Cosmos X2, which... From Saturnine games yep. to 500 DSi points, it's probably the most boring yeah. side scrolling. It looks like the most up. worthless sh- yeah. uh, shmup. It looks like you're, you're, you're playing a game while swimming in molasses. Right. We should give this one to Greg. <laughs> yeah, he'd fall asleep. <laughs> you know, I bet you could actually beat it with his eyes closed or something. Yeah. And this game looks so boring. And I, a big hint for me is always when a shmup game has, a, or just a side-scrolling shooter has um, circular bullets and bullets that, you know what I mean? How the bullets just kind of look like balls in this one. Whenever it's like that, for some... Yeah, haha. Um, whenever it's like that, the game is always, always boring. It's this weird thing. Doesn't... No. Wait, doesn't... Doesn't that Ikaruga have ball-shaped bullets? Those are the enemy bullets. I don't know what shape oh, okay. yours are. I forgot. I was actually playing well, One of them's ovoid, and one of them's round. No, it, it just felt like the, the bullets were more <laughs> kinetic in, uh... Ikarugo, but when they're just like these floating circles. Alright, so the next DSI War game is another My Notebook game. It's My Notebook Pearl. No! For, no! for 500 Nintendo DSI points, um, you can take notes. This is the most protracted yes. release ever. It's they, one they game that's been released seven coming. times. It's like Fallout 3 they DLC. They have more coming, too. And remember, guys, <laughs> play your favorite pen and paper yeah. games. Games not included. Well... They're gonna Holy they're gonna God. release the whole thing as a compilation on a retail disc. What a waste of server space. Yeah. Um. Okay. Really okay. Is. Here's here's oh. some of the fun shit you guys can do. I know we've done this every time there's a my notebook, but it never really gets old so because it's literally the same Dude. press release every time. Um. You can uh, 
take notes wherever you go. You can make a list and cross it off. (laughs) (laughs) That's a feature. You can even personalize your notebook by drawing on the cover and changing the paper type with 24 different unlockable paper styles. Wow. You can use the pen or pencil to make your notes or doodles and then erase the bits you don't like. To be clear... It's not an actual pen or a pencil because that would require writing <laughs> on the screen of your DS. And guys, 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 just I wanted to be clear colors, on that. You'll always be able to make your notes and doodles look stylish. Wow. It also it includes stylish. 128 pages to write on, and you have the ability to export your pages to your Nintendo DSi photo album. Wow. <laughs> mm, lovely. Oh. I can't wait. Day one purchase. You already missed that. It's already out. It's already yeah, out, man. All over it. You gotta jump on, on this. You missed out, man. Well, I, I don't have the system <laughs> yet. I don't have the system yet. The second oh. I do, though, it's gonna be my notebook. It's gonna be. It's, it's gonna be. Dude, just my get, a, get a twenty dollar DSiWare card. My yeah, notebook. Like pearl, like four carbon, red, and blue. <laughs> do it. Like yes. Games, for Finally, no the best way to spend twenty dollars. I heard you oh. can get Charmander in red, but not in blue. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, the next the next we wear game or the next DSI wear game, because there really are no WeWare games anymore, is Music on Learning Piano from Abbey Light. It's uh, uh I learned how to play piano with a yeah, stylus. It's you play Yeah, that's it seems basically just like that thing I had for uh, that that easy easy piano Except for, this for is only DS Light, but without the piano without attachment. Actual keys. That's true, this is only two bucks. The other one was like This might be you know, good for learning sheet music. Yeah. Because the top well, screen kind of works like maybe. Jam with the Band, where it has... Right, the top screen is is the music staff, and at the bottom, it's the actual keys of a piano. Yeah. How many music games can the service support? We have another one coming up here, too. Didn't didn't we decide that it was 82? It was 82, and then the universe there's an, explodes. <laughs> there's an algorithm, and once once the values are exceeded, then it's essentially like dividing by zero. <laughs> um... Let's see. An entire orchestra follows your performance of 15 great classics. By playing each day, your ability may increase. Earn the bronze, silver, and gold medals for each song, completing each different level. A simplified music score is shown on the upper screen, and a full piano keyboard appears on the touchscreen, guiding <clears throat> beginners note by note on their first steps. Thank um, God. It seems like the demo yeah. mode on a keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> really and then there's another, there's the another one. A, a seemingly more complicated... Uh, music thing called Rhythmic from Cinemax. This looks it's actually cool. Nintendo DSi points. Um, it's an application for creating rhythmical and melodical melodic themes and composing whole songs. Contains more than 170 carefully selected sound samples of drums, cymbals, percussion, bass, and melodic instruments. With Rhythmic, you can quickly and easily create the basic building block and audio clip. Now so I don't know like if any of you watch this. Yeah, no, no, it's exactly like the chord game, except you're not uh, sampling your own sounds. Uh, you're, there's there's no synthesizer component. You're given samples, and you just piece them together into patterns. But oh, it looks yeah, that's like cool. There, can... There's 128 clips. Yeah, it, four different tracks. It looks like for oh. someone that doesn't want to spend the time learning how audio actually works, this is a, a great way to just jump in and make some songs out of some pre-recorded. Yeah, they, they I don't they have know if like there are 16, 16 pre-made songs already on there. And they recommend connecting headphones or a quality speaker system, and they make the note that that's not included. I was looking of at it on YouTube, not. and people were like recreating Mega Man songs and stuff with it. It actually looks oh, cool. Oh, that's awesome! Do, yeah, yeah. 
Well, of I course. mean, whenever you have any kind of synthesizer thing, the first thing you do is recreate, you know, Mega Man 2 songs. Mario yeah. Paint. Airman yes. stage. Yes. Hell yeah. Yep. Next to Cyber game seems kind of cool. It's a GG series, Ninja Karakuri Den from Genterprise Inc. Um, I believe this was part of a DS cartridge that was only released in Japan. That was a compilation of these kind of short games. Yeah. And uh, this one, it's it's for 200 Nintendo points. And it seems to be kind of like a Haggleman, a Ninja Haggleman. Yeah, that's what I said when I saw it. It does look like Robot Ninja Haggleman. Yeah, because you're basically, you're you're a little ninja and you, you know, jump around and slash things. It looks really cool. It looks like, um, but there's a whole element where every single platform is a platform that falls away if you stand on it once. So you just have to, like, manage your steps and try and get through the, it's like a single screen level and try and get through it with with the steps provided. Yes. And actually, and, uh, the other games in the series look really cool, and I hope they bring yeah. them out. There's, like, a cool shmup. Um, and here's uh, from the press release. Control a jumping ninja as he fights his way through a booby-trap mansion. When your ninja touches a platform, it will automatically disappear, and he will jump, making for a pretty unstable footing. But where some see obstacles, a ninja sees opportunity. You will be forced <laughs> to think on your feet, push your reflexes, and bend the fairy rules of physics to conquer your treacherous surroundings. Master the art of the dash, shuriken, and sword. Be a ninja. Maybe you'll meet uh, Lady Haggleman. <laughs> Lady Haggleman. Uh, Haggle, Haggle Lady? Let's just, yeah, let's just get this, this one DSiWare game out of yeah. the way first. Absolute <laughs> Reversi from Tasuki. Um, one to two players, 210 DSi points. It's Reversi. And Yay. the final okay. DSiWare game, right? I think it's the last one. My Farm. Yep. From BIP Media, one two players, two hundred Nintendo DSi points. Um, you feed animals, you take care of them, you breed them. It's a breeding simulator. Yep. Yeah. You will you will be able so to exchange your animals game. With, your, with your friends who play My Farm or My Exotic Farm, which I assume is a porn. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Look, it it advertises it itself as a breeding her. simulator, but in the yeah. trailer, it shows that you only start with one of each animal. So this is so some weird is crap. Like, Dude, you're, you're, you're you know, crossbreeding. Cross-breeding. Chicken, you're making... chicken, you're going with a cow today. It's like, it's like you that. Get, be, uh, be at the basement by 2.30, okay? It's like that episode Dude, it's deer of basement. South Park. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You gotta make the monkey and, and the pig fuck. <laughs> monkey and pig like each server. other. Yeah. You come back they and They have the little egg. hearts. It's like a beef pinata, except for... Um, did, did anyone ever play Viva Pinata? I did. See the uh, the like, the sex scenes they little had. Little mating right? dance. Yeah, the I mating dances were like. There's like one where isn't there one where like one pinata picks up the other pinata and throws it against the wall. <laughs> like I think that was the bees. Like one of the like the male really? bee or the female bee just grabbed the other one and just threw them against the wall, and then it was like fade to black. Wow. I like. Oh, no, I didn't know bees were game. like that at all. Yeah, they're they're kinky. I just got a strong, like, hankering to play some Viva Pinata, even though I didn't even like it when I played it the first time. Yeah. I like I, looking I at that game fan, more than I actually like playing yeah, it. Yeah, well, well, that that's why it worked out for me, because Lauren was all about that game, so oh, I basically just watched her so, play yeah. it. But then she yeah. got all upset, because we, we had this, like, little, like, I, I don't know, it's probably like a fudge hog or something, and we called him Indian, like, we, like, gave him a little Indiana Jones hat, and, like, he was the shit. Like, if, if he could have had a whip in the game, he totally had it, and then he died. 
and we tried to turn oh. off the game, so that way we could just turn it back on and he'd be alive, but no, motherfucker was dead. It's probably oh. best that you didn't see the mating scene with the whip. Yeah, that would have been bad. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Alright, and the, the <laughs> final game for uh, the download stuff is Virtual Console. What? What is this huh? Virtual Console you speak It does of? exist. Um, Euphoria the Saga. Moves. Yes. <laughs> Euphoria the Saga um, originally came out on NES. It's actually an import game. Um, this is the European version that is yeah. coming to America. It's a Sunsoft game, and they're one, I, I think, the they're only, the only, people the only company that's supporting anymore. Virtual Console at this point. Um, it's 600 points, and uh, it's basically uh, you start off as Bop Louie, and you search for his three <laughs> friends, Shades, Freon Leon, and Gale. Um, and it's kind of like, I've heard it's like a Metroidvania-esque game that's a little yeah. reminiscent of like Super Mario Brothers 2 as well. Mm-hmm. It looked um, like it's Mario a little short. from what I watched. Yeah. Yeah, I decided I'm going to get this tomorrow. Yeah, um, I've, I've, it's basically, it's only a matter of time. It's just that I keep on, like, I was away over the weekend and then I got other M. And whenever I have a free moment, I will probably be getting this game. A friend of mine right. actually picked it up and he, uh, he finished it the other day and he, he really enjoyed it. So I'm excited to play it. This and I know Johnny's eliminate. raving about it. I haven't, I haven't listened to the, the most recent episode of RFM, but I they know had a, they had a fairly lengthy it. discussion about it on they did, RFM. Yeah. So I don't well, know if Johnny you had a fairly lengthy ground. discussion of it on RFM. Yeah, same as yeah. Johnny, Johnny talks. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, this will finally allow me to get rid of my random 100 points. So <laughs> I have random get, 100 points too. I will get 1,000 points. I will get this, and I will get some other NES game, and there you I go. will yeah. have a. I'm probably going to go on a little virtual console spree sometime soon. Oh, so it's dangerous! It's dangerous. I got yeah. Ogre Battle, Eastbook One and Two, something else, last week. Um, um, retail releases. We already went over the big, big release that came out. And that's Metroid Other M. Let's, no let's need talk to about talk it some about more. that anymore. Um, also from Disney, we have Disney Guilty Party, um, which is kind of like Clue the video game. I played it back at E3, and it's it's really really cool. They have a kind of linear story mode that you can go through, but then the multiplayer will basically generate random mysteries for you to solve. And I now, mean, are you it's, trying I mean, to keep there, secrets from your friends? Like, how does it handle that? I Obviously, think... it can't be just like Clue. What it is is that I think you can you like get cards in the game and you can grief on your friends and like basically like have them like lose a turn or like get stuck in a or, like put a trap outside their door because it's kind of like where you're moving around okay. rooms like Clue and what it is I don't know if there's a way you can really hide information from your friends there might right. be there oh, or no God. I think Hopefully there might be a way with the uh, the Wii remote speaker. Well, no, I think what they actually do, um, my memory is a little fuzzy because, you know, E3 was very long ago, is Mm -hmm. that it's kind of like how if you guys have ever played, like, something like a Madden game where you select a play, you can, like, bluff. And I think you can basically hold down a button and, like, you can bluff as to what this clue is so you can throw people off. Okay. But it seems to be really cool in, in its presentation and... How everything works. It's not something that I'm going to go rush out and buy, but I think if I ever found it for like 20 bucks, I would be all over it because it seems like something that would be fun with three friends. Boom cap. Um, and then we also got Gunblade NYC and LA Machine Guns, a uh, compilation of two um, light gun games from Sega. Um, Zach, aren't you on the review for this? Yes. You know who else is? Okay. Uh, Jared Rosenberg. He got a copy. I think he bought it. And he said, he asked me if. He could post a review of it, like, a day after he emailed me, but he hasn't yet. 
But it looks fun. Oh, you know, okay. I like those old Sega uh, with you know they yeah. have, they no, all like had Ghost that Squad. giant gun. I haven't I haven't bought Ghost Squad on Wii yet, but I actually um I remember uh, after it came out on Wii, I was at GameWorks in uh, Las Vegas like a year and a half ago, and I basically played through the entirety of Ghost Squad, and I had a very very good time with it. Nice, so. it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like those light gun games, as you know. Hey, yes. why don't you play Deer Captor? <laughs> hey yo. I'll uh, give that to you. How about Robin Hood's no. Return of Richard? You know what? Somebody uh, should review. I think somebody did review that. Yeah, I think Matt. I did. think Matt did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he put himself through Poor that. Poor guy. He's a Bless better man for it. We also have NHL 2K11, uh, which is uh, exclusive to me this year. Um, I played NHL 2K10 uh, recently. Uh, there's actually an article on the site, um, a blog post from I think it was yep. about a week or two ago. It was right before this game came out, and. NHL 2K10 is really cool, although someone pointed out in the forums that um, apparently the EA NHL game on 360 and PS3 is so light years ahead of the 2K series that mm. even the Wii version is inferior in every way. But, I mean, the controls are cool, and it's a, it's a kind of nice little game, and it's kind of weird to see such a fully featured online sports game on Wii, because I'm used to like having them be neutered like all of the EA online experiences. But this has pretty much every single thing that you would have found in last year, well, at least 2K10 did, because 2K11, there's only the Wii version, but it's every single thing that you had found in the HD version, online nice. in the Wii version. Well, and there's Wii Speak support, too. Doesn't Tiger Woods have, I mean, it has more than the, the Yeah, PS3 yeah, it has a little more, but... Because it's got the golf. Well, no, I don't, think it has, I don't think it has more. I, think, I, I still want to say the 360 PS3 one has more interaction on the online like that oh. the man oh, interaction the, the yeah. man to man is ridiculous because there's so much online for 360 ps3 and basically just the single game on the way oh yeah um and then we have the last wii game is ivy the kiwi which we talked yeah, about ivy the kiwi. and the first ds game is ivy the kiwi yeah <laughs> we also have harvest moon grand bazaar for ds which is the uh the newest ds game in the harvest moon series it um, is another Harvest Moon game. So yeah. I assume I it's assume weird. It's weird about it from Lauren. No, no, Lauren doesn't like the DS games. She actually never oh. really played last year's Wii hmm. game that much. I think she talked about it on newscast after putting in like a couple hours. She ago, did. That yeah. was the only chance she really got to play it. Huh. But it was busy. You know, we had to graduate college, and now she's working <laughs> and stuff. That's right. Yeah. College, whatever. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. I got a final tomorrow. I'm screwing around here talking about Super Mario. <laughs> I don't think we've mentioned Mario one time on this show. I know. Well, now, I'm just, now we have. I'm just generalizing. We, did. we actually did a lot. Oh, you well, kids fine. and your just Nintendos. Subtly. Mario Other M. That is, that is all we've got. <laughs> Mario, Mario Other M, M would be so dope. <laughs> Holy crap. Mario Other M. It's just like all of a sudden like there's clones of, of all the Koopa Troopas that you killed, Mario. That's right. And then there's like a you, dark. You were Mario. young and naive. You were Mario's young and naive. Mario's got mommy issues. And, and, and <laughs> you gave you gave Toadsworth the thumbs down. Say, oh my he, god. He would he would love to use a power mushroom, but Peach has not given him the the nice. food. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, Mario. The princess oh, I think, is in another game. I think we need to end this podcast. Is it all yeah, the releases? Um, subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, yes, please. And leave a review. Our newscast. Leave a review. That's how uh, more people will find out about us, and yep. maybe we can go on to the fool's hope of having more subscribers than RFN. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll never happen. Yeah. 
But anyway, uh, yeah, we, we enjoy what we're doing here. We're at 25 episodes. We've been doing this for not this exact crew, or at least, I mean, Nathan's a noob, but Zach, yep. Andy, and I, uh, we're closing in on a year of doing this together, I guess, uh, sometime. I guess we, well, we've got like it's a month or two, true. and then it's been a year. Yeah, because I think we started we started up with Luke with before yeah. before you came oh, back. There was Neil. one overlap. Yeah, there was one overlap with four of us. Yep, and, and then, then we Luke were down to three. Hitched hitched off to uh, other pastures. So I think I've um, only ever listened to newscast with this crew. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, this is this is the, the new crew. crew. It's kind of like RFN. I guess I'm kind of like uh, I don't know if. Oh yeah. come on! Don't flatter yourself. Would I be like Johnny, who came you from the old group, say, the yeah. old group that lasted two episodes? <laughs> oh, I don't like. The, I don't like where this is going. I'm gonna end <laughs> up the that... James, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, who are our RFN counterparts? Yeah, I That's don't a good know. question, because there are four of us now. Are, are we just going by timeline here, or? No, no, personality. I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure there are. All I mean, I'm definitely the asshole who talks a lot, so I guess I'm kind of like Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if he listens. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he does. He's like, I'm not an asshole, you assholes. <laughs> no, he recognizes I mean, I mean, that he is. I know. He, he, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, I, I see that a lot whenever I listen to RFN, and then like I record newscast. I'm like, man, I am like Johnny on this show. <laughs> it's true. Especially the when best it comes is whenever you, the games. best is whenever Carl. Whenever Carl and Johnny are on a podcast together now, especially when it's one where, like, one person is the clear host, is they just fight. <laughs> like, go back and listen to, like, the, the Pax Drunk cast. Like, it's just Johnny and Carl fighting yeah, over hosting. And that's apparently a, Box Office Poison podcast. is the same way. It's such a great podcast. I need to listen to that. Yeah, I think Zach would have to be the John. I see that. I see the, the immature jokes. All the time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess, Nathan, yes. you are James. I know. Uh, I was fearing that result. I... <laughs> I'm sure as hell not Greg, so. Well, yeah, you, I mean, you are Greg. Greg. You're the Start editor. Working on that English... I'm the editor. Yeah. Start working on that English accent, sir. Ahoy, ahoy. Hello, <laughs> everyone. This is Greg And, 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 and Eddie, you and I are the two people who usually do the show notes and stuff like that. And that's that's true. Johnny that's true. And Greg are. Oh, our, my our God. I am James. <laughs> and and hey, you know what? You know what? There's and you guys both love oh, RPGs crap. and Atlas. And I play Atlas RPGs. Yeah, I just shit. There's you're a lot of your games, and you both play shitty games. And there's we a lot do of Wii games I bought for and I still for long amounts of time. And James hates Deers too. <laughs> no, actually, quite the contrary. Deer Basement. I have to give about loving Deers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, put this Lord. after the credits, because I don't know if anyone really gives a shit about this outside of us. Oh, no, no one's listened to this, no, this part. Is... Everyone, everyone else turned the podcast off half an hour ago. <laughs> right after Other M, they they all yeah. just decided, well, Zach's talking about it. I don't want to hear it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. And on brother... that note... Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I was going to say, on, on that note... That's been NWR Newscast, <laughs> episode 25. Good times. We are far, far over quota here, so yeah. I'm going to wrap this up. Email yeah. us, Sorry, NWRnewscast, or no, newscast at nintendoworldreport.com. That's not NWRnewscast, just yes. newscast. Uh, follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash NWRnewscast, and tune in next time, two weeks from now. We'll see you then. Yeah.
Bye-bye.